The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hassle protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Got some thoughts on Kyler Murray. Kind of contradicting himself. We're going to have the argument to end all arguments here. Baseball argument, and the guys are salivating at the bit because uh, it's a really good argument, which I'm not sure there actually is a right answer. Right? Right answer. You guys all ready for the MVP argument? Good. We're going to have it in a second. But uh, a quick story time. Story time with Doug. Drew Tranquil is going to join us 25 after the hour. Um, I got talked into a a kitten yesterday. So um, I have twin girls that are 16 and one of them is loves her cat and that cat and her are super tight super close right like you know most cats are like yeah you know whatever i don't really need people just if you want to feed me great if you want to clean my litter box great otherwise i really don't need you right cats are just super arrogant right um 
but this cat's a cool cat. So I got a, I got a, a text or a call, I think, from my, her twin sister, who's actually allergic to cats, but she takes allergy shots, so she thinks she's, you know, used to be allergic to dogs, and we're now we're good with dogs. And so, but that's not that's not the funny story. So the funny story is the cat has been at my house uh, since I don't know seven o'clock last night, and my kids were out of my house by. 8.15 this morning. And one of my daughters, the, the same daughter who we got the cat, she, in an effort to get me to buy her a coffee, she's like, Dad, you want to meet for coffee today? I'm like, sure. I mean, for, like, you know. As, when you have teenagers, and Jay Stu, you have one, you know this. When you have teenagers, like anytime they say like, hey, let's hang out or let's talk, like it, it's kind of your only chance, right? You You almost would pay any expense. So, we go and get coffee and she said like, you didn't leave the door open to my room. Did you? I was like, yeah, you know, like let the cat explore, you know, doors are all closed. Like let's the cat explore. Dad, don't do that. You'll the cattle, you'll lose her. It's like I, the cat did not or lose him. Sorry. He's a him. So I come back and I come to check on the cat and I can't find the thing. And I, I mean, I cannot find this cat and I looked everywhere. So then I'm in the like, okay, I know he didn't get out the door. I know he's got to be in the house somewhere. The dogs are outside. Like, I know that we're okay. It's got to be inside, but I cannot find this cat. And I'm driving myself crazy. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe I can not text her. Maybe just I'll find the cat, then I'll text her. So I get a text from my daughter. How's the cat? And I was like, "Uh, can't find her. Can't find him. So... It, it was about 30 minutes of frantic looking. And eventually um, she texted me, hey, look underneath my sink. I was like, there's no way. There's not a space there. Sure enough, that's where the cat is. You know, a little tiny little black cat, all black cat. And she wanted a proof, proof of life. Like, so my heart, I was like, man, I've just become, I went from king dad, like coolest dude ever. You want a cat? Sure. Knock yourself out. Here's a cat. To did, did dad just murder our cat? Did he let our cat go outside? All in the process of the last 12, 15 hours. Anyway, very thankful for that. Ramos, do you guys have a cat? Do you guys have any cats? We actually have, uh, Sarah has two cats and I have, and not me, and Suzanne has one cat. So a total of three. Do the cats know who they belong to? Like you're acting like, like. <clears throat> well, Sarah's cats like to just stay in her room. Yep. So they don't really come out into the living room, but uh, Penny, Suzanne's cat Penny, she comes out into the living room and hangs out with us and stuff like that. So, she yeah. kind of hangs out, kind of struts around. That's right. Wow. Wow. Cats are just so arrogant, man. They're like whew, like Alabama fans. That's what they are. They just, their expectations for everybody. It's just like, meow, meow. The level of arrogance for cats. Um, what about you, Jace? Do you do not strike me as a cat guy. No, I'm not. Uh, in fact, I killed my sister's cat. Um, so wait, wait, excuse me. Yeah. So How what? So remember a couple of years ago, or maybe it was. Well, it was. I think it was during the uh, COVID when we had that July Fourth earthquake. That was pretty big around here. Um, that was before. That was before the before COVID. So yeah. That was okay. Before, before that COVID. must have been July of nineteen. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, clip, by the way, uh, got on the news from my backyard from that earthquake day. Remember that, John? The water going back and yes, forth. Yes, yes. Oh, that was yours. Oh, we, nice. we will rebuild. We will rebuild. Yes, yes. And Sorry, I, go ahead, I want to say Kawhi Leonard chose the Clippers that day, too. But anyways, um, you know, the earthquake, animals hate that stuff. My sister's out of town, and I'm the cat sitter. But I'm not going to sit around and just watch cats all day. So I went out, and I was, you know, doing some errands or whatever. Earthquake happens as I'm driving. I get back to the house. There's a hole in the screen that used to be an open window, and there's no cat. And we searched high, we searched high and low for days, and then several weeks later, uh, she finds the cat dead. So on my watch, yeah. my sister's cat died. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad one. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You just don't want it to happen on your watch, right? That's that's really what it is. What was the cat's name? Showboat. R.I.P. Showboat. R.I.P. Pour, pour, out, 
pour out a little something, coffee or something, liquor. If you're John Ramos has got some liquor in his in his thermos. <laughs> That's right. John's Go also ahead. had to deal with the death of a cat in his. Oh his yeah. House. Yes. R.I.P. Kitty Boo. What, remind me the Kitty Boo story. <laughs> you want me to tell her, Dan? Do you want to tell? No, it? John. It's all yours. <laughs> So Kitty Boo was left out, kind of like, you know how you kind of want to give the cat a chance to go outside, and Suzanne's really good with putting cats outside and bringing them in and having them kind of get that where they can kind of go in and out. It's it's a process. You know, so yes. let a cat go outside and, and they'll, they won't come back. So right. so she kind of let them out every day, a little bit here, a little bit there, and then one day she let the oh, cat out. Oh, I remember Kitty Boo, yeah. Yes, and then the dog from the dog down the street, pit, the German Shepherd, the it was oh, a German Shepherd. shepherd came and Kitty Boo didn't quite, she didn't know her, her area as well as she did like the house. So she, had she known it more, I think she would have jumped over the, the fence and made it back. But because she didn't know it, she didn't have an escape route. And uh, Lack she, of athleticism that, got Kitty Boo? It got Kitty Boo and she was- Yeah, uh, just kind of just didn't have great escapability. No. I guess yeah. mauled would be a good word to use. I don't think it'd be a good word to use, but I mean, uh, not a good, appropriate word to appropriate. use. Appropriate. <laughs> yes. yes. Apropos. Yes. Apropos. Apropos. So, and so Apropos. it's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a running gag, but but dad tends to R.I.P. Kitty Boo. And Suzanne well, it, actually it told me, Doug, Suzanne said, I don't know why you guys make fun of Kitty Boo. And I said, we're not making fun of Kitty It's just a one-time yeah, thing. we're keeping our memory alive. But yeah, we're memory alive by talking yeah. about Kitty Boo. I mean, just, be, like, just so you know, my rabbit Bugsy. When I was like in sixth grade, fifth, fifth grade or something, I had these, I had dogs that were just mutts or whatever. And I put the dogs inside and then I took the, the rabbit like out of his hutch and let him run around the backyard. I was like playing with Bugsy or whatever. And I don't know if the phone rang, but I had a little ADD and I just went inside and left the door open and I came outside and there's Bugsy. So I've, I've been there before, John. I've been there for, uh, we are, um, murdering pet brethren. Um, but yeah. So we're the uh, we're the murdering pet show of record is, I, yep, is what it sounds like. Apparently, let's not murder Kyrie uh, Kyler Murray here, but let's. Th- this is Kyler Murray. Okay, so this is weird. He was asked why he isn't running the ball as frequently as he did in the past. Here was his answer: Certain situations, as of you know, late where it, it's got to come off scrambles and stuff like that, whereas teams may not you know allow me to scramble as much as you know um, people asking why I'm not running and stuff like that. Like it's not it's not. <laughs> not by you know want to or anything like that i think just design right now is uh i've said i would you know i would i would love to implement that more but i just ask you know i do what i'm asked to so it it feels one teams are trying to keep him in the pocket but it also feels like a little bit of shot at at cliff there right like i'm just doing what i'm asked to do here i'm just an employee Uh, um this was on tuesday he was asked about his message to his wide receivers. I tell guys all the time, always be like, never, you know, never, you got to be awake playing with me. Like, I, I mean, it's no matter what the play is, uh, you know, I, I got free reign to do whatever, get into whatever. Um, so it, it, when you sleep and um, you don't think you're getting the ball, it's, you know, it's, we can't play yeah. like that. We, yeah, we, everybody's got to, you know, everybody's got to be lit up, you know, in the game, uh, locked in, and we just got to be better, and we will be, but. Again, it's frustrating when you lose. Yeah. So, okay, help me out. He didn't. He on one hand say, "I get, to, I can do what I want to do." You know, I can kind of freelance back there. And then when he was asked why he's not running as much, he's like, "Well, you know, I'm not. I'm not being asked to do that." It it feels to anybody else feels like a contradiction. Like, well, why aren't you running as much? Well, you know, Cliff's not letting me. He does. It's not by design. Now, some of it is also the defense. Be honest. But then he's like, they're like, well, what about the wide receivers? Well, you know, listen, they got to, I'm off schedule. You know, when I'm, when I'm running around back there. I can do whatever I want. They just got to play. They got to play better. Yes, um, those are diametrically opposing viewpoints. Uh, well, Dan had a great take on this on, on Tuesday. Um, I, I think that if you're off schedule and a lot of stuff happens when he's off schedule, that's how they beat the Raiders. You can't have it both ways. You can't say the coaches don't tell me to do something and then, and then say, I could do whatever I want. Correct. How about the balls of this guy to not say a peep from mid-January until, what, June or July about his happiness or his unhappiness with the Cardinals and his passive-aggressive scrubbing his Instagram, not showing up to off-season workouts, having cryptic messages or sent stuff through his agent, all that this off-season. 
But when you have an opportunity to throw your fourth-string wide receiver under the bus because they may not be ready for your scramble drill, wow, that takes that takes guts, Doug. Really does. I mean, for a guy to but, but they but you know he's he's entitled he's acting entitled right. We, we we're going to agree on that most definitely. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay, so yes. we're, we're agreeing he's acting entitled. So but but entitlement comes from when you empower him. You know, you gave him a contract after that horrific performance and after all the things you're talking about, Dan, which is you're 100% right, right? But but this is the team's fault, right? The team gave him that contract, and so they empowered him to be being entitled. And nothing they could do to get rid of him. Zero. No chance. He's already gotten the first three years of that deal already paid up front. And that contract doesn't even go live for another, I think, another two years. I, that, that stuff's already in escrow. It's already his. So you're right. And, and here's the other part to it. We talk about guys maturing and growing up. The older you get, the more you look inward for the issues, right? Something bad happens in my life, in your life, Jason, Dan, John. Like if something, if, if something doesn't go your right at work, when you're immature, you, you're like, well, my boss, this guy, that guy. Whereas now at this age in my this stage in my life, I always think it's something I did. And usually it is. Right? I was like, you know, I screwed that one up. What happened there? Yeah, you know, I messed that one up. That's on me. There's just a level of acceptance or accountability that you're gonna make mistakes. Whereas you listen to Kyler, like, why aren't you running? I'm not asked to run. Why aren't those guys better off schedule? Well, they got to, I can do whatever. Like none of it is, Hey, I got to be better. We all got to be better. I got to be better at running a little bit more. That's my strength. I got to figure it out when I can be on the move because that keeps the linebackers close to the line of scrimmage and opens up the whole middle of the field. But he didn't say that. Why are they struggling when, when you're off schedule? You know, I got to work with them better. I got to communicate better. I got to know that without DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to have to figure out a way to communicate better with these, with these guys who haven't worked with as much. But you don't hear any of that. So one, I agree with you, Dan. It sounds enti- like entitlement. And two, and two, it just sounds really immature to me. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Drew Tranquil in a second. He's at Doma. Also a Bolt. Get to that in a moment. But first, who feels like singing? Yeah! Yeah, buddy. This part of the show is called The Gambler. No matter how short or long our show is, it'll always be a part of our Friday shows. I gave my NFL my college picks. These guys have better picks than I do. Because all they have to do is give one pick on a Friday for anything they want to bet on the weekend. Jason Stewart, you've been waiting all week. Go for it. Uh, the Jace two-team parlay this week. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. college tomorrow. I don't know if anyone in L.A. knows this, but two 4-0 teams are in town this weekend as Washington is getting two and a half points at UCLA. That's tonight, um, by the way. Just a message. I know it's tonight. Of course it's tonight. Everyone knew yeah, that. Yeah. And message to UCLA fans. Cade McNown is Message not to UCLA through. fans. Yeah, Cade McNown is not walking through that door. So take a Washington plus two and a half and uh, parlay that with Kentucky getting six and a half at Ole Miss. That's my J. Stu team parlay. J. Stu team parlay. John Ramos. All right, big, big baseball going on this weekend. The Mets are in Atlanta to take on the Braves tonight. Jacob DeGrom has actually moved up his start to pitch tonight against Max Fried, one of the aces for the Atlanta Braves. Here's the thing, though. Jacob DeGrom, the last time he was pitching in big situations, 2015, when the when the Mets went to uh, the playoffs. Since then, they've been non-communicado in any playoff run. So I like the Braves tonight. They are plus 112, plus 118. I think DeGrom has not really shown himself in big situations. Like, if they win, they can drop from second in the seating to fourth in the seating. So I like the Braves tonight. And Max Fried, who's been in these situations a lot with the Braves, take the Braves and the plus 18, 118. Doug, many right. people say the Seattle Seahawks are awful. Okay, um, no, their defense is awful. Their offense has actually been okay. They travel to Detroit to face the Lions on Sunday. The Homer in me says, you know what? Maybe the Seahawks can do it. But the Gambler in me says, you know what? I think the Seahawks can do it. Detroit's without Amonra St. Brown, DeAndre Swift. 
And I think the Seahawks will be able to score enough points to cover what is now a three and a half spread. Take the Seahawks plus three and a half in Detroit against the Lions. Hmm. All right, I'm going to give you my pick here real quick. I'm going to take the opposite side of the UCLA-Washington game tonight. I'm going to take the Bruins at home. Uh, Washington's quarterback by Michael Penix Jr., kind of s- similar to what to DTR who they're throwing out there for UCLA. He's had some success in Indiana. Obviously, he had a gruesome knee injury. He's played well so far. But on the road at UCLA with at least 50 fans screaming against him, give me the Bruins tonight. All right, Drew Tranquil's on hold. Let's let him hear us sing, huh? Ready, everybody. You have the count, count your money. money. When you're, when you're sitting, sitting at that table, there'll be time enough for count. count. Yes, sir. When the, when the deal is done, one more time. You got, you got no, no when to hold. When to hold up. No when to fold. When to fold up. No when to walk, walk away. away. No, no when, when to run. run. You, you never count, count your money. money. When you're sitting, sitting at the table, time, time enough for counting. When the deal is done. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Well Radio. Let's welcome in Drew Tranquil. He's a domer. He's also starting linebacker for your LA Chargers. He joins us on Fox Sports Radio. Drew, how are you? Hey, Doug, are you there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm we're, we're good. Um did you watch last night? I, I think he's having trouble hearing us, guys. Let me do you wanna we re-rect hey, Drew, can can you hear can me you now, hear Drew? Me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you good. Yeah, can, can you hear, hear me? You, Doug. Okay. Did you watch last night's Thursday night game? I did. Caught the end of it. Um, I'm sure you've seen the Tua hit. Um, what's it like as an NFL player and one who's had – you had a gruesome injury that, that people watched over and over again. But when you see that play, what goes through your mind? I mean, you just feel for the guy. We, we saw the video earlier the week before. Guys stumbling – the, f- the fact that he was allowed to go back in the game is, is beyond me. Uh, in the heat of a battle, you can't leave that in the player's hands. The player's going to say, I'm good to go every time. And so to see back-to-back weeks where, where two is obviously having a head injury, uh, it, it's really sad to see. And um, at least I think that the news we're hearing is that he's doing well. He's got feeling in his extremities. But uh, you just feel for him. You hate, you, you hate to see a guy go down with injury, and you certainly hate to see a guy with a – a head or neck injury like that. No, it's a it, it's a tough one. Um, you did you 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 broke your ankle. It was a pretty gruesome one. Do you, do you? I've always said there's three types of people, right? People that I don't ever want to see it. There's people that want to see it once, and then there's people that are like me, super screwed up, and they see those injuries over and over again. Have you watched your own ankle injury? I have. Somebody somebody showed it to me. I'm one of those people that doesn't want to see it. Uh, I, I definitely didn't want to relive uh, that moment, but I have seen it. Well, who sh- who shows you an injury when you say I don't want to see it? I think one of my friends just like popped the phone in my face real quick and was like, "Bro, this is crazy," and I just yeah, it was cringy. It is it is cringy. Um, okay, back in Houston this week, right? Last time you went to Houston, you were like one of the only regulars that were there. Last year, you were down like twenty guys with COVID. But now, once again, it's kind of a mash unit. What's the temperature like in your defensive room with Joey out for a while? J.C. Jackson's been hurt. Obviously, injuries in the offensive side of the ball. What 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 are those defensive meetings been like so far this week? Uh, I think we're, we're we're looking to get back on track. It was an embarrassing showing last week versus Jacksonville. We all know we can play a lot better, and I think there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement to to get down to Houston and get back on track. What went wrong? When you watch the film, what do you think happened? We just we, we needed a guy to come through and make a big play, specifically defensively. Uh, we, we started out slow offensively. Defense was kind of holding their own, had a few turnovers. But Jacksonville just made some big plays on defense. They got the ball back to Trevor. Trevor was efficient, and they didn't turn the ball over. And when we needed a guy on special teams or defense to make a big play to kind of swing that momentum in our favor – we couldn't do it. You look at that run there in the second or in the uh, third quarter there on the third or fourth and short, and uh, they bust us for 50 yards and a touchdown, and that kind of uh, was, was a big momentum swing. We needed that play, and, and Jacksonville was able to make those big plays. You've been around this organization. This is your fourth year, right? Um, 
But but as you know, there is this thing where it feels like no matter how talented you guys are, it's a very talented roster with an excellent quarterback and everybody respects the coach. feels like something's going to go wrong, right? But you're there on the sideline. Is the, have you guys, are you guys able to shed that feeling that fans have where something's going to go wrong instead of, you know, the really good teams, they always feel like something's going to go right. What, what's the reality to what the feeling's like on the sideline? Yeah, I think, you know, our reality is we've onboarded a lot of different guys uh, from a lot of different teams. And when you look at good teams, historically, just look at that Tampa Bay team who onboarded a lot of great players. They struggled early and in the middle of the season and kind of found their rhythm. You look at the Miami Heat when they brought on LeBron and Chris Bosh and D-Way, they had to learn to play together. And so I think you're seeing that. I think you're seeing a group of guys that has not played together and they're learning to get that continuity, get that communication and get that flow and I think as we continue to grow as a team, as we continue to get reps together, you're going to see that experience and that bond kind of form. Um, and we're going to be able to win those close games and make those big plays in those moments when we need them. Um, what's the Q collar? Uh, tell, me, tell me about this Q collar. Yeah, a lot of people think it's like some cooling device uh, on my neck, but it's actually an added layer of, of protection for your head. Um, and, and what it kind of does is it gives a little compression on your neck to actually add a little bit more blood volume so your brain can't slosh around as much um, and it creates less impact for your brain, less energy traveling through. Does it work? Like, do you feel, do you feel a, a real difference? You know, the, pra- the practical way I can feel it is I don't, I don't have headaches on, on Mondays after a game. Um, you know, I know the data. I'm a, I'm a big data guy as a former engineer. Uh, I like the, I like data driven decisions and uh, the data. Obviously, it's been shown uh, to reduce head trauma and reduce, you know, tissue damage to the brain. Um, and so it's just an added layer of protection for me. I feel more confident out there. And I, I think more than anything, Doug, I just feel like I'm doing the most to protect my head. Right, right. Just doing, protecting yourself as best as you possibly can in a very violent game where okay, there's, there is going to be contact uh, with your head. Drew Tranquil joining us, of course, of the L.A. Chargers. They take on the Houston Texans this weekend. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, you're a data-driven guy. Is, is, it feels like Staley's more conservative in terms of going forward on fourth down. Do, do you guys see that? Do you guys feel that as well? I don't feel it. I think the, the, maybe a few scenarios you're referencing. I think in the Kansas City game, we, we decided to punt it. I think early on in the Raiders game, we kind of had a hurricane punt situation. But I think our defense was just playing well in both of those games. And he said instead of giving you know that team an opportunity, a momentum swing, let's, let's really trust uh, kind of this star-studded defense. I mean, you look, we've got a lot of money invested on the defensive side of the football. And he said, let's trust these guys. Let's pin them back here and let's get the ball back. Uh, in Justin's hands. So I think there's a – he talks about it all the time in the team meeting. There's there's the data side of it, and then there's almost also the feel side of it. And I think, you know, he just trusted his instincts in both of those scenarios. That's fair. That, 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 that's fair. Why do you think league-wise offenses feel like they're struggling more this year than in previous years? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a – at least it didn't seem like Jacksonville was struggling last week. They put up 38 points uh, on us. So uh, maybe, maybe I, I didn't realize offenses were thinking that they were uh, they were struggling. But yes, uh, there score, was scoring scoring scoring's a little down league wide. Score scoring is a little really? down league wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know the NFL doesn't like that. They like when points are scored because fans like when points are scored. They 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 do. Um, you know, we, we talk about the Chargers uniforms. I mean, can we can we all put together a vote? Like those Bengals white uniforms have to be a staple of the NFL. Those were great, weren't they? That they were I unbelievable. Thought, they were unbelievable. I don't know anybody who doesn't fantastic. like them. I don't know anybody who doesn't like them. Not not a not a single solitary person doesn't. Like uh, last thing, obviously, no Bo, no no Bosa for a little bit. You do have Khalil. Uh, one of the things that you bring when you're a middle linebacker, you got to bring leadership. But how much does your defense change? Without Joey Bosa, well, Joey's one of the the best players in the NFL, and so obviously we got to have guys step up. Uh, schematically, I don't know that it, it changes too much. I think teams are going to obviously focus, be able to focus a little bit more on Khalil. But uh, we've got some some great young rushers. You look at Chris Rump. You look at an experienced guy like Kyle Van Noy, who's played on the edge, who's played inside. 
I think, you know, Coach Staley's message to us was kind of like, we have a team that can sustain these blows. You look at some teams across the NFL and you have a star player like that go down. They're not able to sustain that. We've kind of built a team that has depth, has guys that can step in. And so, you know, we're going to be leaning on those guys and certainly leaning on the other 10 guys on the defense to kind of up their game with, with Joey being gone. All right, uh, Q Collar, I can, can I get that online? Is that the deal? Do I just uh, type in Q Collar and order that sucker? Yeah, I think you go to Q30.com and, and order it. And uh, uh, they just signed uh, they just signed a deal with a box retailer, so you should start seeing it in stores. And, uh, yeah, I think all our youth, all our, our college athletes, and certainly all our pro athletes should, should collar up. Yeah, why not? Why, why wouldn't you if it gives you an extra layer of protection? Drew, thanks so much for joining us. Safe travels to Houston, and we look forward to catching up with you in very near future. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you. All right, that's uh, Drew Tranquil, who's the Chargers linebacker, fourth season in the NFL, and a guy, he had that. How about, I just, I'm actually that friend, but I've never done that to anybody. Like, hey, man, check it out. This is nasty. Here's you breaking your own ankle. I don't know. Do you, that's the kind of thing. Bayer would never talk to that human being ever again in their life. Bayer would just like, okay, Gottlieb, I'm, ne- I'm never talking to Doug ever again. If I, if I did one of those. I just shove something he doesn't want to see on a phone. Check this out. Check this out. And it's yeah, you breaking your ankle it. in half. Oh, how could, I feel. I feel for what Drew said. Yeah. Totally. I hate people that just shove stuff on your phone. Can't stand it. <laughs> what, what, what's, the, what's the laugh? What, did I, I don't do know. I, you did that to us like a week or two ago, Doug. I think, like, I, was, like, <laughs> I, think I did. Yes. I think I asked you though. I did ask you. Do you want to? No, you no, asked. You we said no, and then you said <laughs> yeah. And I deleted the entire text chain. So I did. Didn't. I do that? Was that me? Uh, oh, it was man, so I'm good. Sorry. You just had to give it. To, I, I didn't mind. I think I said I wanted to. I said send it to me. I think you just yeah. And said John it was like, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was terrible. Don't look at it, guys. I think I sent it to you and said, hey, don't look. But when you sent it to somebody, did you look at it, um, Dan? No, I deleted okay. the entire text grouping. <laughs> I opened up messages and I swiped to the right. It said delete. So I didn't even open it to see any still. Like that's another one that sometimes like Twitter things will do. Like they'll be like so and so out for the season with a you know torn ACL and then the still photograph will be his leg on sideways. It's so awful. Yeah. You are you if you put and not safe for work, I think you're okay. Um I don't know. That was my thinking. Sorry. John's more likely to click on that then. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a green light in some households. <laughs> Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb, Show Fox Sports Radio. Every day this time we get you updated on all the stories of the day. We do so in the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, this is an NFL-heavy injury report press. It may not be the whole thing, but it's going to be a lot of it. On Sunday morning, Saints will take on the Vikings in London. Dalvin Cook going to play for Minnesota. Had that shoulder injury in week three. He's actually off the injury report. Saints likely to start Andy Dalton in place of the injured Jameis Winston. Michael Thomas has been ruled out because of his foot injury. Hey, Michael Thomas has been hurt a lot the last three years, huh? Yes, but when he's played in these three games, he's looked like the Michael Thomas of old. Yep. But you just wonder now, is availability, to your point, becoming an issue? Totally, right? And then now you don't have Jameis again, so that, that team that team should be better than than how they played so far. But we, we see, and you know... I, I get that Dennis Allen was there, but it's, you know, without Sean Payton, he kind of seemed to have that, uh, be a maestro and have yeah. everything working. So they're clearly missing on the offense. There's also the something with them and the Panthers, and maybe a divisional thing, but uh, was it last year they put up a stinker uh, to Carolina? Yep. This year they were, uh, earlier, they were beaten by him. So, yeah, that may be something. But uh, in London, that's a 9.30 Eastern time, a 6.30 Pacific time start. Did you see that stadium? Yeah, what they what they have with the with the, with the the grass? Uh, no. I know it's at the Tottenham Stadium, but I yeah, didn't Yeah, so see. Tottenham's new stadium, the billion-dollar stadium, which sounds like a lot, and then you're like, actually, the L.A. one was $6 billion? Anyway... They have a special surface for American-style football only. And instead of just being like the Arizona one or the Raiders one that rolls outside, theirs, it's below the level of the surface, and it has, like, special infrared lights that it grows because it's 
you know, in England, mm-hmm. not always sunny. And then they press a button and the old, the, the, the Tottenham grass goes away and it rises up. It's pretty cool. It's a very interesting deal. It's funny when you see UNLV play on their turf and where the wall is compared to where the Raiders uh, because of the difference of levels when they're bringing in the two services. Very great point. Chargers great point. take on the Texans. Your Chargers, Doug. Keenan Allen ruled out with his hamstring injury. Ah, killer. Killer. They always already lost Guyton for the year with an ACL. Um, still should have enough, but man, no Bosa, no Slater, no Keenan Allen. That's like, wow, they got eight star players. Yeah, but they're not playing. They're playing without four of them this week. I mentioned earlier I like the uh, Seahawks to at least cover against the Lions. It's down to about three and a half. I am no gambling expert. Please don't take my advice. But the Lions are going to be without wide receiver Amonra St. Brown and running back DeAndre Swift for that game against the Seahawks. That that doesn't sound that's that sounds like a really good pick out of you. Well, thank you. And and I'll tell you what, if you're a Lions fan, like how how frustrating where you're like, all right, you had Minnesota last week at a game that you could have won. They uh played the Eagles really tough in week one and lost. They're sitting at one and two, and now you you kind of get maybe a little breather on the schedule and then you're missing your top two skill position players. Yep. It's got to stink for them. Correct. Uh, how about this for the Browns? Miles Garrett missed his third straight practice. He's listed as questionable for their matchup against the Falcons. Also questionable in that game, uh, running back Cordero Patterson for Atlanta. Okay. Cordero Patterson does a lot for Atlanta. So does Miles Garrett. My Miles Garrett kind of lucky to be alive. You saw the damage to his Porsche that flipped. Yeah. Did you see the uh, body cam yeah. footage? Yeah. 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 Is it too insensitive to wish him a speedy recovery? Like oh, speeding geez. recovery? Jeez. <laughs> like a, a recovery that goes like 130. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a miles per hour pun, but uh, that's even better. Was he going 138? No. No, they they, uh, they listed his speeding tickets over the last five years, and one of them is just ridiculous. He did tell the cops he can't drive 55. I don't know if that will hold up in court or not, but... By the way, in in court, he'll just say, no, I was just quoting a song. Total side note to that. This only deals with Jay Stu. Yes. Just down the street from where Jay Stu currently resides is where Sammy Hagar filmed some of I Can't Drive 55. At that speedway that's just a flea market now, that uh, is actually where some of that uh, Sammy Hagar video was filmed. Oh, sweet. I'll pro- I'm looking forward to not seeing it or worrying about it like I did his entire catalog of music. Oh. Thank you. You don't like Sammy Hagar? No, pass. I'll take David Lee Roth, Van Halen, and uh, nothing else from Sammy. Wow. Not- and that was Tell solo me. Sammy. That was That's uh, too bad. I liked yeah. I Can't Drive 55. I did. I like I like right now I like uh why can't this be love? I like some some VH with with Sammy Hagar. Van Hagar, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Uh free agent forward Blake Griffin signing a one-year deal with the Boston Celtics. I mean, his bitterness towards Hagar, it's like the guy who's like a Ford and Chevy guy like, "Man, my y'all would never be found on road dead," right? Like before. <laughs> like I don't you guys both have pickup trucks. Isn't there some common ground there? If you like Van Halen with David Lee Roth, you don't like like him at all with Sammy Hagar? I care about my music, dude. Okay. How about okay. how about Blake Griffin being like, sure. I want to go to the team where the head coaching position's up in the air for one season. <laughs> I want to go to the last, team last where there's... Year in Brooklyn, this year in Boston? Jeez. How bad does he not like Steve Nash? If he's like, I'll go to Boston instead. Uh, but that's where uh, Blake Griffin is going. Well, they didn't play him in the playoffs because he can't play anymore. But we'll see. Uh, and uh, finally, Doug, Phillies beat the Nationals 5-1. Philadelphia now up a full game on Milwaukee for the final wild card. This puts them on track. Philly had one more game to play, but now uh, six more, I believe, the rest of the way out. And uh, a game up. Both teams will actually be playing tonight. Brewers have the Marlins, and the Phils have game two of that doubleheader. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Um. Uh, are you guys are you guys all still still Aaron Judge should be MVP guys? I mean, even after Shohei Otani, he's top five in everything pitching and hitting. Yes, no way, yes. Shohei. The spotlight on Judge is also um, something that Shohei is not dealing with. It's fair, it's fair. On the other hand, 
if you're Shohei and you keep going to work and the games don't matter, is it harder to to motivate yourself when the things doesn't matter as opposed to when things matter way too much? You ever think of that? Right. No, but I will See? this weekend. Okay, now think about this weekend. The picks are up. The podcast is coming. Have a great weekend. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.